Welcome, everybody. We are back. Episode 17. We're getting down to it. 20 is literally just uh, on the horizon now. Yeah, it goes man. so fast. Where did it go, man? Bro, it seems like we've been doing it for like a week, honestly. It's the strangest feeling, isn't it? Considering we've been doing the podcast for 17 Bro, weeks. I was well, gonna... longer because we took a week off, right? 18 yeah. weeks we've been doing the pod. <laughs> that's, that's literally mad. How... Bro, there's 52 weeks in a year. Mm-hmm. We're, ne- we're nearly at the halfway point of a year. Yeah, close, closing in there, man. We're getting there. Yes. Slowly but surely, That's we're ticking mad. away it. Thank you for everyone who supported recently. The views, are, you know, they're getting there. It's great to see continuous support. If anyone is repeat watchers or anything, <laughs> it's much appreciated. Thank you so much. Please subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> subscribe, leave a comment. Yeah, and, and also check us out on Spotify. We also have, what, uh, Apple Podcasts, whatever it's called. Yeah, Apple Podcasts, Anchor. We're, there's loads of different ones we're going to be getting on as well over the next few weeks. we just got to set up all our accounts and stuff like that. Yeah, so if you're on your way to work in the morning or walking uh, back home, slap us on. I'm, I'm sure we're going to have a couple laughs with you. So, so yeah, check, check us out on Spotify. I'll start actually linking it to our bio because I don't even think it's linked. That's so, a good so, idea. <laughs> so I'll, 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 I'll definitely, uh, I'll definitely link that for all you guys that want to watch on Spotify. But, yeah, we got a bit of a manager special today, isn't it? A bit of an odd yeah, one. Yeah, I mean that's what usually happens, I guess, with um, all these like international breaks. You know, when they're like two weeks long, people, uh, you know, this is that per- turning point in the season, right? Only what 11, 10 games left of the season, and like some people are battling to stay up, aren't they? As we, uh, as we've seen from uh, one of our topics. Uh, yeah, like if this is like the point, isn't it? Where if you want to bring a manager in and actually give him a, a tiny bit of time, let's be honest, a tiny bit of time, yeah, to work with the team, you can do even considering like getting them over into the country. And actually, yeah, it's not a lot of time, but if you want to give him a week or a week and a half with the squad before a first game, then yeah, this is the time to do it. And we've seen some clubs pull the trigger, some odd ones, yeah. Um, some that makes sense, <laughs> arguably, and then yeah, some managers trying to get themselves sacked. <laughs> yeah, it, it's but it's been a madness to be fair. I, I like all this manager drama, you know. I don't know why, but I kind of like this. It's, it's a little different than like football player drama and like transfers and stuff. But I kind of like it. Mm. It's, it's very interesting. Yeah, it's like culture of football, isn't it? Like everything can change about football. We can talk about all the VAR, we can talk about all the <laughs> rules, but what will always be there is managers getting sacked at the wrong time and saying stupid shit in a press conference. Yeah, that's what we fucking love as football fans as well. <laughs> um, just keep just going. Yeah, I mean, so going straight into the first topic, obviously mm. we have to talk about uh, Conte and everything that's been going on around with him. You know, I guess all the interviews, you know, questionable stuff so how how do you kind of stand on the whole Conte thing what 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 do you think about him and his future in Tottenham ah uh, well he obviously gave the mental press conference didn't he last week yeah um after they threw away their lead uh calling all the players like they're self they're selfish they don't want to win the club doesn't want to win saying he's been holding all this back for ages <laughs> it's hard isn't it just so obviously everyone's made a video on it on the internet yeah. And, like, inherently, most of the stuff he's saying is true. Yeah. But he is also being paid millions and millions and millions of pounds to fix said things that he's complaining about. It is, in the end of the day, his job to do that. That's yeah. what he gets paid to do. He gets paid to improve the at- the atmosphere, The you know, that he should be making the players want to win for each other, right? He's the manager. Yeah. Is he trying to, like, it's classic, isn't it? Like, He's trying to engineer the move, but like, why? If this implosion was coming, I've seen a really good comment. I I like it a lot. Why wouldn't he have done it after that sad attempt at a UCL knockout game? 
It was a pitiful yeah. attempt to go through. And let's be honest, like they shouldn't have lost that game, should they? The, after he blew up, like it was a yeah. you know a last second goal, like it is what it is. Yeah. But it just doesn't make sense. It it's just Conte, isn't it? He's engineering what he wants. <laughs> he has made himself look really good again in the average eye after doing a shit job. Yeah. I don't know how he spins it, but people are again blaming the club, maybe rightly so, but no blame is getting put on him. Because of how he spins the story. <laughs> it's mental. I mean, like, just, I guess, compare it to something. It's like a CEO of a company coming out publicly and saying, this is shit, that is shit. Like, we're not doing this right. We're not doing that right. But at the end of the day, like, it is, it is how you said it. It's just, it's just his job, right? And like, of course, he doesn't put the pen to paper on the sign-ins. No. But he'll put his two cents in and stuff like that. Like, there are things that are out of his control. But he gets paid to get the best out of the 26 players that come to training every day, right? So, yeah. oh, the blame is an so, awkward one for see, me. I, I, w- I was thinking about, you know, um, has Tottenham given him enough? Have they spent enough? But, like, they did buy that left wing back they, he wanted, right? The um, Pedro Porro guy. Yeah, they did buy him, right? Yeah, and, like, yeah, they bought him. He's at the club. Yeah, so, like... He scored, he scored didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, in my eyes, like, you know, the club is saying, like, look, we still want you. Like, we'll... Maybe they don't have the ultimate budget at the end of the day, but like, look, we're trying to support you in every way we can. To me, that's but what none it looks of, like. None of this can be a surprise to Conte, right? No. He joined Tottenham. I, yeah, like, I don't know oh. what he. I don't know what he was expecting when he signed that contract. It's like he was expecting to go to like a top top team again, but in reality, like Tottenham is, I guess, going through a little bit of a um a sticky patch. They just built a new stadium. They don't have unlimited funds, and they needed a strong manager to kind of, I guess. Put him back on the map of that like top five, top four, didn't they? Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know how much you know about like Daniel Levy. So, like he's like the chief like yeah. guy who runs everything, like above Conte sort of thing. And yeah. he's coming under lots of stick for like football is a business now, but like he's coming under a lot of stick for literally like just treating it like a business where it's all about money coming in, cycling yeah. money, and it doesn't look like there's any ambition to win trophies. And if it kind of happens, it happens. Yeah. So he's getting a lot of stick for that, which helps Conte's case. But is it really true? Yeah, of course it is a bit, right? It has mm. to be, just based off what they're signing. And, you know, they're probably going to lose Kane and all this stuff. But, like, uh, it just makes me feel sick. Like, as, a, as an Arsenal fan, you got to love seeing this, right? you got to oh, open your Twitter uh... feed and see their manager imploding. <laughs> In no, every time I see drama about Tottenham, obviously I love it. Um, but I guess I'm going to stay a little bit neutral while I was d- discussing it on the podcast. But I guess at the end of the day, we don't we don't know what's happening behind the scenes fully, do we? We, know, we never yeah. will. But it does seem like a club that doesn't have great ambition. Like, if they lose Kane, can't they do anything? Yeah. It'll be back to like the Bell situation, isn't it? They'll get a shitload of money for Kane. But then yeah. the pressure is on for the people you bring in, isn't it? I think there was like, they called it like the big six or something like that. It's like a famous thing in like Tottenham's history. Yeah. The six players they brought in with the bail money. Yeah. And like only one of them got over like 60 appearances for wow. the club or something crazy like that. So it's going to be the same, isn't it? They'll get, I don't know, depending on his contract, a good 70, 80 million probably, won't they? Yeah. And they'll have to bring someone in and the pressure will be right back on them. But I don't know. So obviously. Conte, Conte wants to. Is it? Do you think Conte wants to get sacked? Do you think that's yes, right to say? Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Okay, cool. Just so we're on the same wavelength. So, you're Daniel Levy. It's going to cost you money to sack him. Yeah. And let's be honest, 
he is a good ass manager. That's just the truth of the situation. Yeah. And they are in fourth as we stand. Yeah. What what do you do? Because no managers walking into the shit stain at the moment. All the good managers will come in the preseason, won't they? If you yeah. want them. Say whatever manager, whatever top manager out there is not walking in this week, is he managing your next fixture? No, no chance. I mean look. I have a I have a list of kind of managers because I'm I'm guessing you are going to ask me what kind of manager do you, do I think is going to come in right? Yeah, but like also, so are you if you're Daniel Levy yeah. paying the money to get him out of the club, or do you just let him stick and then just obviously let him run out his oh. contract and move the fuck on? Yeah. It's going to cost Tottenham extra to yeah. arguably have a worse manager, well, especially if they get their caretaker manager. And obviously he's done, he yeah. managed like that final, didn't he? After Jose got sacked, <laughs> and obviously lost that. <laughs> yeah, that but, went well. Yeah, I mean, like he's openly said he's not a manager before, and he said that before the thing, like, we'll give our best. Fuck off. <laughs> like, it's Tottenham Football Club. <laughs> kind of someone, but yeah. So are you forking out the money to actually get rid of him early? We're only talking a couple months, aren't we? Yeah, you've got mean, a... to be honest, I think I'd leave him. I'll just be like, you know, let him I, stick. Bro, I'll be like, fuck it. Oh. How you said, though, like, whoever, like, you might bring in, or if it's the caretaker for the rest of the year, like, realistically, with Conte, you're not going to go down. You're not really going to hurt your image much more than it already is hurt, right? Yeah, so, everyone's blaming them, aren't they? So, like, you might as well just stick it out with Conte. I mean, uh, fuck, man. I don't know. Dude, they have... The chance of getting UCL are higher with Conte, right? Yeah. Is it worth the damage you could potentially do to your image? Because now, I mean, he's, he's going to be doing press conferences every week, right? And fuck knows what he's going to say I mean, going forward. The thing is, though, like, with the whole Conte situation, I know they're, what, they're fourth right now, right? Yeah. Let's be honest. Is he going to try and get Champions League? Is he really going to care? I think it's good for his image. If he can keep him in the top four after all the problems he's supposedly ha- yeah. having, it's good for his image, it's I just think. A, still. Yeah, I just don't know if he like will have that kind of same desire, you know. Uh, it's definitely going to be really good for his image, but I just don't know yeah. if he would have the same desire. It's interesting, in, isn't it? In my mind, there's only one manager that could come into this football club and fix it right now. I just don't like it. It's just so obvious. It's so... <laughs> ugh. I mean, it... Okay, so either at the end of the season or now, I don't really think it matters too much, but obviously the next manager has to be decided. Tell me the name you think should come into Tottenham and fucking Hotspur. I mean, I, th- I think Pochettino would put this club back on track. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, just I, fucks me off, I mean, man. Just before we do actually say like who we would put in, I have a list of couple managers that are like, top managers that actually are looking for jobs currently or like are unemployed cool. so we have rafael benitez mm. he's unemployed no nah, not like Mm-mm. that one we has we have uh, Mar- uh marcelo bielsa the ex-leeds manager uh we has we have louis enrique the ex uh spanish uh manager yeah. and giant before that well yeah. fucking the guys on everything aren't he? yeah so obviously he's mad uh, well, now we have uh, Julian Nagelsmann, 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 something like that. S- sorry for mispronunciation. Uh, slate me in the comments. Um, obviously, we've got Pochettino and we have Zinedine Zidane. That's kind of like the top managers right now without jobs. Yeah, without jobs for sure. Obviously, there is an element of Tottenham or Tottenham. There is some managers that we will be able to poach if they want. 
Um, like is for there, example, though? like would, would yeah, anybody, would anybody want clubs. a that Tottenham job other than for the money? Nah, there's definitely money. Tottenham's a massive step up for some managers. Like, but it's a tricky Leeds one. Leeds are doing though. great. Brighton are doing great. Like, if you approach their managers, they're gonna consider it a, ma- see, a minimum, aren't they? See, but I just don't like. For example, Zinedine Zidane. I don't think he would even touch Tottenham Football Club with a ten feet rod. Yeah, there's a few that I'd I would rule out personally. Like, I don't think Zidane would do it. Zidane has a crazy record, obviously, of Real Madrid. There's lots of stuff about you know the team he managed and stuff like that. But it's the best case scenario is he comes and he wins a trophy or two and it yeah. looks good for him. I don't I don't think that works out. Enrique has been an international manager for years now. Yeah. Club managing is so intense, isn't it? Seven days a week. I don't know if he wants to do that again. Obviously, I don't know the guy personally. <laughs> um, but that is a... Going from managing the Spanish international team... To managing Tottenham for seventy hours a week—that is a shitload more work and a shitload yeah. more stress. But I don't know if he would feel good about that. Yeah, it's just a weird one. Well, I think it, Bielsa could, you know, potentially go in. I think he could do a job. Why uh, you not? Know, he has right? Premier League experience. He's 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 a decent enough manager to do something. I think. Okay, so let's explore Poch and then let's explore Nagelsmann after that. So you yeah. think? Is what's the statement around Poch? Will he steady the ship, or is he about Tottenham's successful future? What was your stance on Poch? I think well, first of all, Poch knows the club pretty much inside and out at this point, doesn't he? He's been there for numerous years, and he's had some. He has had somewhat success with the club, hasn't he? Yeah, I mean, Champions League final. Yeah, exactly. So, I think I don't know. I think Poch just he left because he had bigger aspirations than Tottenham, and he knew that Tottenham, you know are Tottenham and you know we can see what kind of a club they are right yeah their form was their form wasn't good either towards the end but no. he had he had earned enough credit in the bank to go well he got the PSG job didn't he so he earned enough credit in the bank to get a better job so you yeah. can't hate the man for but that can you I do I do think Poch could actually bring him some success man I think he would steady the ship for sure right now I think he would steady the ship and I think he would secure them at least fifth or sixth this season so if you if Poch agrees to come to work on Monday and you have to pay to get rid of Conte, would you do it? No. Oh, fuck. <laughs> sure you say, yeah. It's interesting. Like, I want to agree, but you know the age-old saying, you never go back. <laughs> when, the, when does it work? I'm sure if you cherry-pick, you could find maybe three or four examples of where it's worked at a top flight level in the past yeah well i mean so, we're, we're about to talk about a person later in this podcast that has come back numerous times to a certain <laughs> club um he, he has a very long career he does i don't know i i just think with the current state of tottenham there isn't a better manager to put into it than potch as a fit in terms of club and the image of manager image culture how they did perform with him obviously until the end i just don't think there's a better manager and i think after the psg job after being sacked i think the hunger would be back in him mm. and i think he would actually like proper do some bits of the club i don't think he would achieve major success like winning the league or anything but i think he would win the fa cup he would be a little bit further in the champions league if they get it and stuff like that 
I don't mind it, and it's certainly the obvious answer. It earns you some good brownie points for your fans. You don't really upset anyone, do you, by appointing Poch? No, I think it's a very unproblematic, unproblematic sort of, I guess, hiring of a manager, and I think the fans would actually like it. Obviously, I don't know any Tottenham fans. I wouldn't want to anyway. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I, I think they would actually like that kind of a thing. Yeah, like, I feel like in terms of like fit of personality, like it just works well, isn't it? He's not the kind of manager to sit there and out his players and all that. Like well, he takes I, blame really well, he, doesn't he? He and... did. He did one day say that I think was it him that said that uh, Tottenham are like what ten years off actually winning a trophy. Oh, I don't know. I don't remember I'm, I'm, that. I'm, but pre- it I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure Poch said that. Yeah, he just fits well. But I guess my, my two takes on it with. Everything that's exploded, obviously, very quickly, and someone we'll talk about in a minute. I don't know if you can get, if you can convince Nagelsmann to come in. The, I think the only avenue where I can see it making sense is he has literally been sacked in like a blink of an eye. Yeah, he's so he is in the working seventy hours a week, you know, managing cycle. You could literally get him there on Monday and just be like. Just continue to do what he was doing. Like he hasn't had time off. He hasn't. You could just be like, "Look, you've been sacked. You've been arguably you've been fucked. Just come here. You can start Monday, and you can get yourself a Premier League. Yeah, you know, spare history. Uh, that is the only reason why I could see him potentially being interested. Yeah, it's because he could just continue, can't he? Like he can just come implement his ideas well, and just keep going. But the thing is, is it as simple as that? No, of course not. Because he had like it came upon so suddenly, according yeah. to the news. Obviously, we don't really know. Yeah. Apparently, he literally did just turn up to work and didn't have a job anymore. Um, Bro, if that's is that if that's the case, that's fucked. Apparent. Well, again, what I've seen online is he got sacked in an evening while he was at home and had to come to work to actually get sacked. Apparently. What the fuck? Oh uh, yeah, I don't know if it's true or not, but apparently that's what happened. But like, if it's been that sudden and you're just like. This, let's be honest, you could pay him more than probably a bar in the paying him. Here's a fuck-off contract. We'll fly you over tomorrow and you can start working with the team. Yeah. Just continue. I can see that. I don't think it's likely, but mm. because of how the circumstances fell, I think it's possible. I think it's in the realm I of things yeah, to talk I, about. I, I don't think it's um, undoable, that's for sure. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a, it would be a cool one, you know? I think... I think Nigel's man would actually probably like that just because then he could be like, look, you, you fucked me over. I'm going to do something special with Tottenham. And he'd have, to he'd have some, like his first one or two press conferences, mind, when he was like managing Bayern like 10 days ago. There would be some <laughs> cool questions coming at him. Yeah. He'd, he'd have the right to say some, I mean, let's be honest, some shitty answers about him, wouldn't he? And he can, it could be good to rescue his image. Again, this like. It's a tough thing res- to go to rescue your image, though. <laughs> Yeah, but also I have no idea how good his English is. Like I have to say that. Like I have no yeah. idea. Obviously, in Germany they teach it, don't they, to everyone? So I assume he can speak English, I, I, I but being able to speak it, yeah. it and being good at it is different, isn't it? But the thing is, when like, you being come... able to give a speech yeah. and inspire, hard. But you, you, you know, as soon as he comes to England, he's having like four English lessons a day. Yeah, and he'll have to speak it twenty four hours a day. Wouldn't yeah, so I've got so much better. Yeah, I think that'll be fine. I mean, it, it would be really cool, like a little fucking vengeance story. Can you imagine? I love ne- it. I next love the story. Se- next season, Tottenham versus Bayern Munich in the Champions League. I love it. It writes itself, but it would be cool if he if he waits. He probably will have a better job than Tottenham, wouldn't he? 
But yeah, I can understand probably. his need to just like just continue sort of thing. He's right. He's in the prime of his managerial career, isn't he? So, but at the same time, uh, so... I could imagine him being like, you know what? I kind of want a break. I've been fucked over so hard. I kind of just want to chill. At least the rest of the season, sort of thing. Yeah. Like, give, give me two months, and I'll get back in a heavy yeah. preseason. But damn, like chill. <laughs> but I, I'd be in his inbox the day I heard that if I was Tottenham. So if you if you can get him in, or if you can get Poch in, are you taking Poch? Or are you taking... I, I'm, I'm taking Poch. I think wow. I'm taking Poch. As I don't know, just in my head, it just seems right. The redemption. Okay, the... I like it. I I don't. I would take. No, you'll you'll take but... him. Yeah. I just I don't believe in in the second coming nah. of a manager. I just don't. I like mean, how it. how many times has it been done though? Uh, it, like second coming of managers, it just doesn't work, does it? It just always yeah. goes badly. But yeah, there isn't loads of examples because everyone knows not to do it. But <laughs> we should go on to talk about him more. I think just to give a bit more context. Yeah. So, what do you know about this Nagelsmann? Well, so the uh, Bayern I... Munich manager. Yeah, I mean, by the looks of it, this I guess the season for him in the in the in the Bundesliga, I guess it's not going to plan because they're always first, but they're only one. They're only one point behind uh, thingy behind Borussia Dortmund. Dortmund. Yeah, and I was looking at some stats, and you know, like he has a seventy-one point four win percentage, pretty decent. In eighty-four in in eighty-four games, pretty decent. He's won the Bundesliga with them. He's won two German Super Cups with them. Uh, I've seen that they. Let me just quickly find this. Um, they qualified for the quarterfinals of the LDC and the German Cup, some kind of German competitions. So, again, going on to winning more trophies. Eight out of eight wins in the Champions League this season. Two goals conceded. Two goals conceded. With two games against PSG. Yeah. So, like, what, what can you ask for more, really? Obviously, I guess, yes, top of the league, right? But... Shit isn't exactly wrong. <laughs> no, th- yeah, this is a really hard one for me because th- the way I'm looking at it and the way I'm looking at the stats and everything, there, there looks like there's something we're missing, right? There looks like there's a behind the scenes yeah. fallout, maybe a comment he's made in Germany, but like, what the fuck has happened? I guess, like, surely, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, this must have some kind of you know backstage stuff because surely be you know uh, david orstein or uh, what's his name uh fabrizio romano would be tweeting about something like oh because of this he got sacked but everybody's just like in disbelief what the fuck is going on yeah and like we see i remember like seeing a tweet like it might happen and yeah. then like i go out eat some food come back and it's done and they have two short i'm like what for Mad. like I actually do respect the club for moving quickly. Once you've committed to the decision, you've got to move, don't you? I respect that. I mean, you can but see, you can see, I guess, so some kind odd. of hunger in them, don't you? You can see, like, oh, we want better, which is tough to see I when mean, you're a, when you're in Germany and a fan of someone else than Bayern Munich. When you're like, fuck, really? Like this, that, <laughs> that one time that Bayern Munich might not win the league in X amount of years, and you do this, really? Yeah, I don't know. So, like, based off UCL form, they would have been favourite to win it, yeah? Like, two goals yeah, conceded, I, undefeated. I, I think we talked about um, Champions League a couple, uh, couple episodes back, and I, I'm pretty sure I said that Bayern Munich are one of my favourites to win the, win the whole thing. Yeah. It's odd. I can, But, again, like, we haven't seen anything saying he's fallen out with the CEO, he's fallen out with his managing staff. There's he hasn't nothing, fallen out with his players. Just... Nothing to speak to that, is there? I guess the question I have for you is, is... Has this happened because 
Tuchel's on the market. Maybe he reached out and was like, look, if there's a position, I'll take it. Is that yeah. enough to make this happen, do you think? Do you think that's kind of what gone I mean, on? In my head, I want to say, yeah. Like In my head, that's kind of, I guess, the reasonable thing. But at the same time, I'm like, why? It's, like, it's asking for problems, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, like... I, I guess that is the case, you know, Tuchel does have the, I guess, bigger manager stature than him, from what I know, obviously, I don't really follow German yeah, football so he, and that kind of stuff. Yeah, he was like, he managed, like, a, from what I understand, I think it was like a middling German team and, like, way overperformed and then yeah. got the Munich job, because that's just how they do, they just get the best German manager. Yeah. And then, but obviously Tuchel has... Champions League win and you know all this stuff under his belt. So, but at the same like, time, what, like, his, his agent was like, "Look, if the job becomes available and you can offer X money, he'll start Monday, sort of thing." But the things I'd expect it, it feels like, oh, you know, Bayern Munich just got out of the Champions League, like they just lost, or hundred percent, or oh, they they got knocked out of this cup and they were meant to win it, like they lost to a bad team. Um, they were like ten points behind Borussia Dortmund and they needed a quick fix right now. But they, they're on the like they're on the form. There's nothing to suggest. Well, I mean, like if you think about it in terms of like Premier League, what we expect, it is almost exactly the same as Man City, except exclude history. Man City second Poch, um, five points behind first, still in the Champions yeah. League. Obviously, if you exclude this history of the club, just based off this season, they would be getting rid of. Pep Guardiola, <laughs> not Poch, yeah, sorry, that's why I realised he made that face. Yeah. Like, Man City getting rid of Pep right now, excluding obviously his history. Yeah. It just doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, imagine what the players are thinking. So, oh, well, whatever. Say you're a striker, you've got 10 goals this season, and they've just sacked a manager with eight 75% win rate. Like, holy shit, my job is not yeah. safe. All the players now must be like, shit, what, what, what if I'm not the choice for the next manager? But what I don't get is, like, Touchwell hasn't been it hasn't been a manager of a football club for what now? Yeah, uh, five five months, something like that. Yeah, probably. something like that. Year, four or like, five months. At the end of the day, maybe he he didn't deserve to get sacked, but he did get sacked. Yeah, and, he did. And now you're bringing him in over a manager that is pretty <laughs> much performing. Yeah, I mean, there's if you like write out all his KPIs at the start of the year, the only thing he's not doing is he's one point off first, right? Yeah, I mean, you're literally, you you have to literally like nitpick why you fired him, and is there's only one reason you could say? Yeah, because because they're one point off first in Dortmund. It's just like there is upside for sure, and if Tuchel goes on to win the Champions League, you look like geniuses, don't you? Yeah. But there's downside. Like you got twenty players who might have loved his managing style and how he talked to them and how he trained. Yeah. And then you bring Sushu in and you might, five or six of those might think differently about Tushu. You just, it just, just feels like know. it's asking for problems. Like it's so unnecessary. That's, that's yeah. how I feel. Like summed up in a word, like this feels unnecessary. Very much so. I mean, like, I, I wouldn't mind if they let him go in the summer, thank them for his service, you know, maybe they didn't win the league and they're like, you know, didn't work out in the end, but you won us the Champions League maybe or like X amount of trophies and, you know, it didn't work out. Wait till the end of the season and then bring in uh, Tuchel. Yeah, this is normally the point of the year where you get sacked for really shit form, right? This is normally why you get sacked. At this time of the year, it's because you've lost the last six, seven games sort of thing. Like, he is... They're unimpeccable. Oh, it's so strange. 
It'd be interesting to do talk to someone who does know more about it or maybe supports Munich a bit more. Yeah, that'd um, be cool. Than what we do, obviously, passively. But it just doesn't make any sense, yeah. I mean, just looking at um, the table, so they're one point behind Borussia Dortmund. They have, in the last five games, they have lost two. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, there isn't, like, a clear factor, you know, to why. I mean, I guess, I'm guessing, you know, maybe in the league they don't look like the Bayern Munich that they used to look like. Yeah, maybe they're scraping more wins and a few more late wins like, instead of pummelings. But the, but Bird, the, right? <laughs> Let's just talk about goal difference, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Borussia Dortmund's goal difference is twenty four. Like, not not too bad. I guess you might be wanting a little bit more if you're top. Bayern yeah, Munich is forty five. <laughs> yeah, so they're still hitting kids hard. <laughs> and uh, Bo- Borussia, well, so by the looks of it, they just Bo- Bayern had a lot of draws. So Dortmund has six losses, Bayern has three. Wow. But but then um Bayern has only fifteen wins, but they have seven draws, so Interesting. Yeah, maybe there's some up there, maybe like they're really poor when they go behind or something like that. Like maybe there's yeah. something in that. Maybe they're really you know, they're really frail once they're you know, what in the last five minutes of the game. Like there could be other factors, right? But Yeah. Are they gonna add up to the the man deserving to lose his job? I mean, stats wise for the manager, like it's a very big like what the fuck moment. I would, I w- yeah, like you said, I would, I wish I had a perspective from a Bayern Munich fan, but yeah, yeah, he's gonna make his like his agent's got like a really easy job now, doesn't he? Like, if whatever job comes up and he's like, I want to go for this job, like you you got the stats, you got the statistics to be like, look, they're there should be no reason that he well, got sacked. Just just to be a devil's advocate in that, but at the same time, it could hurt his career just because now uh, teams can be like, why did he get sacked? Like, what has <laughs> The that... mystery. Yeah, like... The mystery scares him. Yeah, <laughs> but, like, but it, it literally could be, couldn't it? Like, wh- why did you get sacked? Like, I, I don't want to just do that to you as well. Like, uh, is it his personality? Is it this? Is it that? But maybe I'm looking too much into it and, yeah. All about a conspiracy theory. Oh, lo- love me a good little conspiracy theory. Like pigeons, yeah. you know, drones. Pigeons are definitely drones for the government. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Fucking facts, bro. But yeah, <laughs> it's just an odd one, isn't it? Like Again, like there's an international thing, so this is the time to do it if you wanted to make a change. Yeah. So they obviously wanted to do this, didn't they? But fuck, it's odd, man. I... And it's I not mean, a good luck, is it, for our sport? Like, the best German team no. on their way to potentially winning the best silverware you could win. <laughs> they sacked their manager? I, I, I'll say this, right? Um, that's, like, I guess my concluding thing on this. I think by... I, I rate it just for being fucking ballsy and just, like, how you said, moving on fast with it and everything. Mm-hmm. But, god damn, it's just... So, I guess... just It, it just looks wrong. And it, it looks wrong. It, it, feel right, it, it? it feels wrong, and part of me really does want Bayern Munich to really like take an L with this. Yeah, it kind like, of feels just, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, like lose their next Champions League game. Like Man City come and batter them 6 0 at their home ground or some shit like See, that. Yeah, I, I, I think that's a little deserved. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Like, I wanted to kind of bring this up, I didn't know when the good point is. Uh, I don't think Pep, like, I don't think this is good for Pep. No? A manager comes in who's played against him loads of times, has beat him numerous times, has Champions League pedigree with that team. I think Pep would have felt better 
coming into their matchup in the Champions League against Mark's you. Club. You saying this now? Do you want to hear my conspiracy theory? No, <laughs> I don't. I, th- I, think, have to. I think it's that time for the podcast when it gets a little weird now. <laughs> um, they sacked Nigel mm-hmm. because they wanted to win the Champions League game against Man City. And there's only one manager currently on the market that has the most experience in actually battling that club, which is Tuchel. And if, I, if I'm Pep seeing this news, I'm not pleased. So the whole thing was because of that one game. I reckon if Bayern Munich got any other club, Nigel would still have his job. <laughs> so if they were playing whatever Chelsea in the next round, N- he might still Nige. have his position. Absolutely, Nigel. AC Milan, Nigel. <laughs> tell, me, tell me, I'm I don't wrong. mind the theory. I, it could, <laughs> certainly makes sense as a factor. I think your odds of winning are better under a two-show. But again, like yeah. Tuchel's going to have weeks with this squad before he's playing Wait, so, a Man City squad who have changed football. So are the odds actually better? I'd say the odds are worse. Of them beating Man City now? Yeah. I think they're better. You reckon though? But like how you said... I think, has, just, bro, just, I think Pep's, Pep has this... Like It's not true, but everyone has this theory of Pep can't do it in the UCL. Pep gets psyched out. If you buy into that... Their odds are better now. A manager who's beat him, a manager who knows yeah. him, I mean, a I, manager I, who struggled against. I can't remember who it was, but I I heard some like some football player did some like African juju on him. Back what? in the back in the day, yeah, I've heard some kind of story. Cast like, the fucking spell on his yeah, ass. Yeah, yeah, some, some the like, boy I, who lived. <laughs> Come and die. But, Come um, to die. Yeah, but um, I I heard of some like some player threw some juju on him and like. I know in Africa, like, all these kind of jujus and spells are, like, very highly regarded, mind. Like, like they really believe in those kind of things. And I'm starting to believe myself. I'm going to choose not to comment on African juju spells. <laughs> <laughs> Before someone attacks me. Like, what the fuck? But I, I think that kind of stuff, like, it, 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 doesn't make, it does make a difference. Maybe it does, but... And it, so, I'm confused, though. So you said he... Lost his job because they're playing Man City next. Yeah, but you think they had a better chance with Nige? In my opinion, they did. But uh, you think, in their opinion, they yeah, did? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I see. I was like, <laughs> I, was like I didn't really understand that. I thought I was going, going against each other, but you think that's their thinking, but you think is wrong. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah, I see it. Because like you can't, you can't do that though. Can you for one <laughs> fucking game? You can't do that to the man. <laughs> like the game was in four weeks. Yeah, we don't really think you have a great chance of winning, so we're gonna sack you now. <laughs> so um, I, I've been. I was like, look, Nigel, I've been on the phone. Oh fuck. Um, you know the next game against Man City. Have you ever played Man City? No. Well, we have someone that did. Um, <laughs> here's your P forty five. Nice <laughs> one. <laughs> First bump on the wheel. But I guess he did get a fat paycheck. Oh, yeah, they'd have paid him stacks, wouldn't they, for yeah. sure. Enjoy it. Summer's going to be soon. Yeah, live, his, live stock, his, stock, his stock's going to be super high, isn't it? So he'll yeah. be fine. In terms of him, like he, he'll be fine, which is good. Obviously, most of the time a manager's leaves, their stocks plummet, but I think he'll be Ooh, perfectly fine. Another opinion, another conspiracy. Well, not really a conspiracy. Yeah. I think okay, that could no. happen. Nice Chelsea in the summer. 
I mean, I think Chelsea are going to stick now, but... Yeah. <laughs> uh, fuck it, why not, I suppose? That would be a cool signing, you know? Yeah, full circle. Don't <laughs> Tuchel loses his job, Tuchel replaces... <laughs> yeah, ah, yeah. I didn't even think of it like that, man. Oh, I thought that's where you was going. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> All of this, and if... Potter ends up about a job. <laughs> <laughs> no, Potter to Chelsea. No, Tottenham. Everyone ends up with a top flight job. Everyone gets sacked. Everyone ends up with a top flight job. <laughs> in, in, in next round, all you see is dandelions and rainbows. <laughs> uh, everyone gets sacked. Everyone ends up with just as good job. It all comes for a circle. Everybody's happy, except from the like, again, except from the Tottenham fans. <laughs> <laughs> always get the shit end of the stick. They always pull a short, a short one, don't they? Yeah, right, fucking hell. Right, let's start talking about good managers. Let's talk about a shit manager. Oh, don't do him like oh, that. Oh. No, he's a, he's an Arsenal legend, and he deserves to be treated better than this. Okay, does he though? Um, or is it because he's a football legend? I don't know. So, uh, what? Who do you? Wait, let's get some context. Who are we talking about? So, uh, yeah. My, my... <laughs> So we're talking about Patrick Vieira, and obviously he's been recently sacked by uh, Crystal Palace, and they've brought in Roy Hodgson. Mm. Um, I, I don't know. With Vieira, it's a weird one, right? Because they replace him with Roy. I think does he have enough time to like really fix the ship? I don't. I don't know, man. I thought Vieira was a he's an up and coming manager, right? He's really young into it. You know, he has a little bit of experience. And I think Vieira was building something. I, whenever I've seen him play against, like, Arsenal, uh, I've seen him a couple of times, you know, against, like, Man United, whatever. They've never looked that awful. Like, they, you could see clearly see that, you know, there is a plan. Like, the team isn't actually that bad. I think they just had some, you know, unfortunate run of form. And they have been playing in some really big teams as well. I think it's just how the table turned out after the new year hasn't been in their favour. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, maybe I'm a little bit biased, I probably am. I think I would have let Vieira continue and just believe. So even if the form would have got worse or stayed the same, you were sticking out with Vieira. So you hypothetically, you would go down to the championship with Vieira if needed. I think... If Vieira went down, I'm not sure if Vieira could handle the championship, just because it is a quite a tough and like league. If that makes sense, like yeah, brutal, a, a, anything can happen. It's brutal. So I think if he did go down, I would probably look for a different manager potentially, but I would have let him stick it out because I don't think Roy can do enough in a short period of time to have a better odd of staying up. He technically does because he's been around for so long, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I can see it. I don't, I don't know if that's the plaster that fixes it. Yeah, I think it's like I think it's just sometimes. Uh, I don't know. How do I convey my thoughts? The form was unacceptable. That's just the truth. The form was the unacceptable. Form was bad. They haven't won this year. Like you, anyone, more or less, gets sacked for this form, don't they? And he isn't going to be sitting there bitter about it. Maybe he thought oh, we was going somewhere. I was building. All maybe true, and all might have happened. But he's yeah. not going to be sitting there bitter at home. The form was 
shit, and in the world we live in now, you get sacked for that kind of form. Yeah, I mean, um, ju- just to tell you some results, though, from the new year, like, they didn't start too bad, so coming into Jan, they won 2 against uh, Bournemouth, they did get a battering by Tottenham, but they did draw against clubs like Newcastle. For them, drawing against Newcastle was big. Um, they drew with Man United after that uh, sick free kick. Uh, they drew with Liverpool, sick result. But then they also kind of drew with Chris, uh, with Brighton and with Brentford and stuff like that. So very kind of just like scrape a point here and there. Middling, like super yeah. middling and everything. But you know, like when you look at the table as well, like they are 12th. Obviously, we did have a look at this and like from 12th to 11th, it's an 11 point gap. So it's mad. But if if you're being honest, like Crystal Palace isn't going to make that 11 point jump up to 11th. No. Realistically, you know, for the rest of the season, they are going to be battling that relegation, I guess. But they are still 12th. Yeah, mentally, they probably don't feel like they're super in it, do they? Because of their no. position. But now, because the manager has been changed, and now talk is about the kind of whole relegation and saving on relegation, you're putting that thought in your player's head as well. Yeah, I agree. It's it's one of those, isn't it? Like behind the scenes, they obviously believed that they had a real chance of getting relegated, which is why they sacked him. That obviously that's just the case. Yeah, and obviously they brought in a temporary, essentially manager, to who they believe will keep them up, which might work, might not. Yeah, it's it's just strange, isn't it? Like I get it, it's fair. Um, obviously there's lots of people talking about Roy Hodgson's age now, seventy five. You got. It's funny because I really tip it is really respectable. Also, it's a bit of a joke, isn't it? So the last three times he's been appointed as a manager in the Premier League, he now has the first, second, and third spot <laughs> of the oldest manager to be appointed in the Premier League. Like, sure, which says a lot about his character, right? Yeah, I mean, it clearly, you can clearly see he's still hungry for it, which is fair play. I, I'm pretty. I bet his wife is like. Roy, can you please take a break now? And will you just <laughs> fucking stop? I want to go to the Bahamas. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Yeah, he definitely has enough money. Um, oh yeah. I th- yeah, I think he's just the passion for the game. Just he just lives it, doesn't he? Like he just lives football. Like, it's a good. If this for him is well, like the last hurrah, and you keep him up comfortably, it it looks good, doesn't it? On it, you, like I 100%. was good enough always. That sort of thing. Like, and, it's a really good look. Yeah, hundred percent. But in in a way, like. They sacked one of the up-and-coming managers, probably one of the lesser-experienced managers in the Premier League. Yeah. So, arguably the most experienced manager in the yeah, Premier League. The po- polar opposite, isn't it? Like, yeah. You'd imagine how their approach into coaching as well and managing. You'd imagine, like, training on Tuesday with Vieira and then Thursday with Hudge is going to be completely different. How everything's run, how he approaches it, how he talks to players, how he talks yeah. to it. Like, it's going to be... Night and day, uh, isn't it? So uh, you're not bringing in like for like. No, the funny thing is though, um, this is the f- um, I believe. Don't quote me on this. It's the third time that Wilfred Zaha has played under Roy. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah. Shit. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, Just season come back and he's like, you fucking balance. But like, surely this is so uninspiring mm. for Crystal Palace as a football club. It just seems like they're just in the same spot every season. They're not going yeah. up. They're not going down. This is the third time Roy Hodgson is managing Crystal Palace. <laughs> yeah, Zaha is still to... playing at Crystal Palace. 
Yeah, I think it's important to remember like who like who you are though, like where you come from. Like you're used to Arsenal where the you know, the standard is trophies. Yeah. You know, like if I if I could take Premier League football every year, then you do. So like yeah. it's perspective for sure. 100%. Their success for them isn't staying up. Success for them is having a good season, winning the odd big game. Being for sure. in the top ten. Yeah, like that's success for them. So yeah, like it's not going to be a massive failure if they do stay up. So it is weird and it is a bit uninspiring. But you know, most of football fans aren't fans of teams chasing titles. You know, they're fans of teams like that who are middling yeah. and have to survive. If this is a pure temporary, we believed as a club from behind the scenes we was going to get relegated under Vieira, get Hudson in for three months, stay up. Get a new building manager. Yeah, I get it, and I don't mind it. Uh, see, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know if that picture is clear to the fans. Though. I don't think it is. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure what kind of a contract he did get. I think wasn't it a six month contract? I think it is till the end of the year. Yeah, right? literally just stable ship. But like you know, with Vieira, going back to my point, like with Vieira, I could see like, damn, like they've got a new manager that's up and coming, has some kind of experience with him, and like. They, they can see some kind of success under him, you know? Like, oh, let's build with the manager kind of thing. Cheeky and, semi-final here and there. Sort yeah, of and like, oh, you know, he might go really far in the FA Cup. He might do this, might do that. And like, you like with a manager that young, you just never know as well. Like, you, you could have a fucking amazing season and then you could have a bad season as well. But I feel like with Vieira, there was a clear, like, oh, we want to do something here. Yeah, it's really like the the go to is sort of like ceiling or floors, isn't it? So like, yeah, the floor of Crystal Palace now might be higher because of Roy Hudson, because of consistency, because yeah. of experience. But your ceiling might have gone from here to like now it's here, isn't it? Like your ceiling and your floor are like right next to each other now. Like Hudson's not yeah. gonna come out and batter a team, is he? Like he'll <laughs> no. get wins and stuff like that, but they're never gonna have a four game run and score twelve goals and shit like yeah. that, are they? It's just not mm-hmm. gonna happen. Yeah, whereas, like, with Vieira, that is a possibility. But I guess... It might have done. Yeah, but I guess, you know, if they do keep Hudson for the rest of the season and then look for someone new, then I do kind of tip that. If they do stay up, I do kind of tip that fair play. But if they do plan to having Hudson for, you know, next season as well, I don't know if I can get behind that. The... I mean, it's, it's super dumb and obvious to say, but if you do go down now, fuck, it looks bad, doesn't it? Yeah, really bad, and your fans are gonna be pissed. Yeah, because it's it's doable, like because of the points in the position, it looks strange. But like, they might be the first team ever to go from like twelfth to relegation. Like that, that is possible. That, that's a crazy stat. Even obviously, obviously, they are only three points off of relegation or four. Yeah, it's still an unbelievable stat. Yeah, like it's possible. It can happen. Like two weeks, and they could be in the relegation zone if the right teams win. Yeah, if the team, teams below and win, pick up a draw, pick up a win, like they could be right down there, couldn't they? Like, yeah, they're, yeah, there's, probably, there's only like I think only one or two of the relegation spots are up for grabs, really. I think some of them are probably a little bit more nailed on, but and want... I think they will be fine. I think I'm just exploring more of a hypothetical. Do you they're want me to tell you relegation. though? Do you want me to tell you though their next couple of fixtures? They're winnable, aren't they? Because it's set up for Roy to look really good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, so exactly. the next game is Leicester, probably the tougher game of the couple coming up. Then it's Leeds. Then we've got Southampton. Then we've got Everton. Then we've got Wolves. Then we've got West Ham. Tottenham is the obviously like they're probably going to lose. Then they got Bournemouth. Then they got Fulham. Then they got Nottingham Forest. 
So they're they're running doable, which is what people are upset about, right? Yeah. They're saying that Vieira got through all the hard games and deserved these games that maybe help his image. But they must believe behind the scenes that they wasn't going to get the points they should get at these games, right? I mean, yeah, clearly. There's nothing more sad to that, I guess. Like, but that was that must... was the, was that the truth or not? Yeah, I mean, I think I think they're going to be all right no matter what, which I guess speaks to it. Maybe it was a bit pointless. I think they're going to be fine under Roy. I think they would have been fine under Vieira. So yeah. why sack the young manager with high potential? Yeah. I guess. Yeah, I mean, so te- so technically they just threw money at nothing. Yeah, but again, the form was unacceptable. That's, in my opinion, that's not a debate. I mean, that is sackable form. Hundred percent. Like it's not it's not the greatest thing in the world, but at the same time, you do have to look at the results they had. Like you know, they played. From the new year, right? They've played Tottenham, Chelsea, Man United twice, Newcastle, <laughs> um, Liverpool, Man City, Aston Villa. Aston Villa's doing decent. Brighton, um, and then Arsenal. Like, but <laughs> what? It's fucked. Like that is the worst thing, bro. And that was after, right after the World Cup. Yeah, there isn't a worse set of games you want to play like when Vieira is looking at the upcoming games he must have been like fuck yeah but at the start of the season he's like I need to pick up a lot of points before Christmas <laughs> yeah which is what which is what they did right Basically they what picked they up did. enough to keep themselves yeah. in a good position and even though they've been at a sackable I do agree at a sackable state they're still 12 yeah they're still 12 yeah I don't know oh, man it's just one of those the football is just savage man like I feel like we was getting really close to clubs Sticking I'm buying into the given yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like has really helped. Potter looks like he's going to be given time. Um, Nottingham Forest obviously re-signed their manager, didn't they? Even when they were in really shit form. And now like, they're actually doing decently. I thought I thought we was kind of turning a page a little bit, and then this week just went fucking bang, like fucking Bayern Munich signed their manager, Crystal Palace. Yeah. Ah. And it's, it's, so many teams are it's sad a, to It's recently, a little but... sad to see, you know, for for me especially because obviously Vieira is a Arsenal legend and I did want him to like do well. But yeah, it's just... what, do, what do you think he can do next? Do you think he can get another uh... Premier League job? Or do you think he has to go and get a team well, promoted at the Championship now? I don't know if he would want to stay in the UK though because I think he was managing, was it Monaco before this? So, yeah, so, go so, manage in France again. Go maybe. maybe manage in France, you know, do that again. But it's it's such a again ruthless thing like with football don't know if anybody would want to take the risk with any Premier League team yeah okay I think he could go to the championship and I think he would have somewhat success I think he could get a team out of the championship like obviously if they were a playoff you know title challenging team which is the blessing of the championship like when you're joining championship teams there are some which are very obviously in of a shout of going up so like joining those ones uh, not a safe bet, but like there's certain teams you can join in the championship as a manager, and like you're gonna get playoffs. Yeah, like there are squads that are that level, which is kind of obviously the problem with the championship at some points. But I think he could definitely get a team out of that. But yeah, maybe wait, maybe go manage in France. But you don't want to. Jo- I wouldn't be joining like I don't know. Say another job comes up in the next week or two of another relegation fighting team. I no. wouldn't be looking at that. No, def- definitely not. Not not relegation fighting. Set yourself up for failure, isn't it? After, yeah. Like you don't want to get like two potentially sackings in like six months and shit like that. Like no, that, that's like, like that's that's career enders, isn't it? 
Yeah, like man- time... manager is a really long, slow stint of a career, isn't it? Chill, yeah. chill out, make sure the next decision is the right one, and kind of go from there. Yeah, I mean, but let's say he did perform well um, <clears throat> with a team that was about to go down, and he does get him out of relegation. Make Palace I've, I've... proper stupid. <laughs> um, but like, right? Imagine that happens, and then after that, he gets a better team in the Premier League this time, mm-hmm. and there again, battling relegation, and then you know. I feel like it, some managers get in a uh, a spot where they just keep going into teams that are battling relegation. Like, they're getting yeah, that jump up. they up in a cycle. Yeah, and, like, I just don't think that's what Vieira wants, especially this early in the career as well. Yeah, you can quickly get a title and a name, can't you, of not being able to manage good players and not being able to take that step up. Pe- and... People, it's like, oh, people get him in only because they want to stay up kind of thing. And then after the six months, they look for someone else. Yeah, I think it'd be alright. His, his name helps, doesn't it? Of course. Of course, um, it's, it's always nice it, to have that kind of a stat, yeah. stature of playing just football, and it's quite to me. You know, I guess coming from a perspective of not ever making it professionally or like a high level of football, it's quite sad to see that like you know there isn't many managers that haven't played football at a very top level. Yeah, like it's it's there's definitely a block there, isn't there, where people don't want to take the risk and. There could be authority issues in there and stuff like that, yeah. but I think we're we're gonna we're gonna continue to improve, aren't we? The world's just changing, isn't it? Where like, like in the office buildings, like the best team leader isn't just the one who has the highest sales numbers. Like it's just not the world we live in anymore. Whereas what in, the world in my, was, world. In my it? world it is, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's just not like the world changes, isn't it? Like. But then, then we're talking about all this bullshit. But Gerard will get another good managerial job, won't he? Yeah. Because he's Gerard, and, yeah, he, and someone so, will take a chance on him. Just a name in it. It brings in more fans, you know, booster ticket sales, marketing's loving it, all that kind of it's stuff. It's a perfect right? example. Like I, whoever Gerard goes to next, I will very passively follow all their results. Yeah. Just because Gerard's there is interesting. He was like my childhood hero, was like a player, as like an actual like what he did as a player. Yeah. So I'll just passively follow their results and you might get two thousand people who do that extra just because of you have a Gerard as your manager, so why not? Yeah. I mean it's, it always helps, doesn't it? And like if if I guess he does okay managing as well, then that's the plus. You was the team that believed in him, sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I'm going to do with Mikel Arteta, I, I think. Like, wherever he goes after Arsenal, because it's just going to happen, I'll probably just keep my tabs out on it, you know? Just watch a couple games and... Yeah, unless it ends in catastrophe. Then fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> unless he goes... Yeah. yeah. Uh, I like it. What a weird episode, right? Like a managerial special today. I, I kind of, one. Yeah, I kind of liked it, though. It's a little different than just, like, talking about just purely football scores. <laughs> Yeah, not players. talking about results, not talking about... Yeah, I mean, like, before, we have been talking about people who should get sacked and stuff like that, but... Yeah. Yeah, a bit, a bit of a mixed one, like, negatives and positives. Obviously, people coming in, good luck to everybody, and we hope everyone lands on their feet. Like, let's be honest, it is... A, we get so desensitised that these people have lost their job. Like, like it the, is quite... It's is surreal, it, it isn't, isn't it? just football, like, it is their livelihood. Yeah, most of these people are fine and wealthy and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, they have been jilt. They have been sacked from their positions. So yeah, like imagine getting sacked from your job right empathy. now. Yeah, like imagine getting anybody listening to this or like me and you getting sacked from our job right now. Yeah, we we might be okay for a month or two, but after yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, so let's show a bit of empathy. Let's, you know, let's be human beings about some of these. Yeah, but... I agree. 
Yeah, you want to kind of wrap us up for the day? What, what have we got yeah, today? Yeah, so, well, I thought, you know, why not? I'll, I'll continue with the Formula One kind of questions. Mm. If, if nobody cares about Formula One, I guess you can tune out now, but... um. Yeah, you can tune out now after 55 minutes. You can skip the last six Yeah. <laughs> my, question, <laughs> my question is going to be, right, so obviously Red Bull and Max recently have been the team, right? Mm-hmm. And beforehand, it was kind of Lewis Hamilton and Mercedes, right? Mm-hmm. Who would you rather be? Teammate of Max Verstappen right now, in this current form, the current team, everything, or be the teammate of Lewis Hamilton for the past six years. Who would you rather be, Bottas or Perez? So, like, just for argument's sake in terms of timeline, would I rather have been Bottas three years ago or Perez today? Yeah. Simply put it, yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? Because I think Lewis was much more humble in a way that he went about being the number one driver. Max is a bit of a dick about it sometimes, but Max is also very new to winning and winning world championships. Like Lewis, when he started, when he was fighting Nico and stuff like that, like he was an ass about that, wasn't he? But so it was definitely... Yeah, so it's definitely as Lewis matured, right? But there was also... I mean, Bottas was arguably the the laughing stock of F one, right, for for a long ass time. Because yeah. although he had the car to compete, like it simply put, he wasn't as close to as fast as Lewis was. Yeah. Whereas sometimes Perez looks as fast as Max, doesn't he? Sometimes consistently, he's well, not obviously. Well, I, I guess let's put a twist on this then. Rather than actually like being Bottas, just imagine yeah. imagine you're a Formula One driver and you had to yeah. choose, like let's say. Two different universes. Right now, in one universe, Red Bull is winning. Max is on top of his form. And in number mm. one, Lewis is doing the exact same thing he was doing three years ago. Which universe would you rather be a uh, Formula One driver in? Obviously, you don't know how you're going to perform because you're, you're not Bottas. And you don't know how you're going to perform because you're not Perez. But like you do have that second driver spot in either of the teams. I think the pro of Red Bull is... Max is only just starting his dynasty, isn't he? Whereas whenever Lewis wins, you don't get a question in the media, you don't get an interview, you don't get anything, do you? You're just forgotten about. Lewis is the guy, isn't he, when he wins and everything's about him. Mm-hmm. So you could definitely still make a really good career for yourself behind Max, whereas the second driver to Lewis three years ago was never going to have a world championship would they no. george could go on to now but bottas three years ago was that was it you were coming to be the second driver that was it now you still have a chance under max so yeah i mean maybe max to be honest maybe max is second driver yeah. um, because you, you can still be competitive you could still put up really good times whereas you could be as fast as lewis and it, it wouldn't still be talked about would it you would be the second driver there'd be no argument so yeah it may be Max, because Lewis just absorb, rightly so, absorbs the fucking spotlight, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. I mean, so so what? You you would go Red Bull, yeah? Yes, because I think you could set yourself up for a better career, whereas see, you are 100% accepting second see, I, drivers. I, I don't know. I, I, I disagree, just because of how Red Bull have been treating their second drivers. They've literally just dishing him out left right and center and fucking chewing him up and yeah like oh, them out. six months you did bad fuck off mate um and drivers who are going on to have good careers currently 
Yeah. Gasly doing well. Obviously, good is perspective. Gasly's got mm-hmm. a better move. Asbon, Albon looks like comfortably Williams' best driver. Yeah. Like. So, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? And, like, to me, with everything that came out after um, Bottas, you know, like, Toto said, I will not kind of make the George announcement until I'm certain that Bottas has a second seat. Like it has a seat yeah, in a different... they tr- they treated the, him well, didn't the... they? And they pretty much waited until, let's be honest, they had to bring George in. Didn't yeah, they? exactly. You couldn't not bring George in anymore because I... there would have been a point where Red Bull would be like, "Stop fuck, like we'll fucking we'll have George in if you guys are gonna keep fucking around and putting this slow ass driver in your second seat." Yeah, so they w- eventually they would have lost George. Uh, so obviously you're coming into a team as well now, like either or you're coming into a team with a phenomenal driver, like generational talent, right? Yeah. So. In my opinion, I'd rather be in Mercedes where I can... You're not going to be cuddled like Klopp, but they're going to treat you a little bit better. You're going to be treated more as family, whereas... I like it. The family aspect is much better there. Whereas you go into Red Bull, yeah, you (laughs) you win a race, yeah, and you see Max Verstappen's dad literally plotting his murder on you. It's fucked, isn't it? Like, Like, honestly, fuck that. I'm not going Red Bull, even if they offered me double the money. I don't want that, bro. Yeah, this guy's a savage, isn't he? I, and then, I like, don't Ma- want Max that. is behind Perez, and he's like, what's fastest lap? They're like, stick to the time, and he's like, I don't care. What is fastest lap? And he's just done. That's what I mean, bro. Yeah. It, it just seems toxic. I want dandelions and rainbows, even yeah. when I'm but coming you second. also, uh, the benefit of it is kind of like the Tottenham phenomenon, isn't it? Of like, when you get, when you lose your seat at Red Bull, people are like, well, it was Red Bull, wasn't it? So yeah. let's give them the benefit of the doubt. Like everyone who's lost their seat at Red Bull has got seats again, haven't they? Because You're of, not wrong. well, it was it was Red Bull. They they treat them like shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, with with Mercedes, Nico Rosberg retired after winning against Lewis, so he couldn't go anywhere else. And then yeah. Bottas went to Alfa Romeo, so he got a seat as well. Yeah, he got a good seat as well, didn't he? Realistically, and, and that he... was probably the best home he could have got. Yeah, and he's doing pretty good for the car itself. Yeah, he'll have a seat, won't he, for quite a few years now, to be honest. He could he could drive Romeo for like three more years, really, 100%. couldn't he? He could be the, what's his name? Kua. Kimi Kua. Raikkonen. Um, All right, yeah, just, just you get him into that team, and he's just going to just bring out the 7 out of 10s every race. Yeah, like he'll always have the most points, not because in, in the team, but not because he's had one good finish, because he's had... Just consistent. <laughs> 10 8th place finishes from yeah. the year. So just to sum it up, because we are actually over an hour mark now, um, you would go Red Bull. Yeah, I think you could set up a more successful career maybe from the second seat of Red Bull, but obviously you're joining a nasty atmosphere. <laughs> I think you're, I think our hairlines would recede a lot. Yeah, for sure. Bro. Mo- game over. Yeah, bold by a year 25. <laughs> cool. Yeah, well, I hope you guys enjoyed that little bit of fun at the end of Formula 1 as well and a little bit of a different podcast with some managers involved, but I enjoyed that. Yeah, it's been fun, it's been fun. So we keep plotting along. We got anything big next week or just continuing Premier League football now? Uh, We're getting, uh, the tail end is approaching, isn't it? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's about to get really excited with Premier League football, although it's still going to be an international break when we're talking. Oh yeah, maybe we'll have to talk, uh, so, do like an English special maybe next week. Yeah, something like that. But yeah, we will see you then. Thank you for joining us, everybody, and we'll see you soon. Peace out.